No mai, hiri mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Kia mō tōno mai koutou katoa. Coming up, the latest weather warning for Hawke's Bay was this morning upgraded to an orange heavy warning with the region expected to get up to 200 millimetres of rain, about the ranges, so uh, that just after four, the latest. And if you are in Hawke's Bay, uh, do get in touch. Let us know how you are doing there. 2101, the text. A ministerial inquiry has been announced into land use causing uh, woody debris, wood debris, including forestry slash. Now, our guest today called for a ministerial inquiry, an independent inquiry, into slash weeks before the cyclone, that on the panel. And in the wake of huge power cuts, is there a renewed case for burying power lines? Denmark, Switzerland, Germany and the Netherlands all have buried their power lines. Japan is doing it now. Also today on the show, transistor radios. They're the new thing or the new old thing. Do you have one? I had a little blue one in the early 80s. Uh, I used to listen to George Bellani constantly. He was. You were old, early. <laughs> I I used to have one. And I, I used to listen to things like um, love songs to midnight right. and stuff on it. The little boy <laughs> George Bliney was that Radio Pacific anyway. Yeah. Radio fans unite, and we talked Hotel California yesterday. Many comments about that guitar solo. So I thought, okay, what is the best guitar solo of all time? We'll play it at four thirty. But what about this? Contender Shirley, text me 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Alexia Russell, freelance journalist. Kia ora, Alexia. Kia ora. And Simon Pound, loving the prince there, Simon. Uh, he's behind Businesses Boring Podcast, the Ingrid Starnes label. How are you? Uh, very well, Kia Lovely to have you both uh, here. Now, the results are in from the world's largest trial of a four day Work week. 61 companies in the UK entered the six-month trial. I think it was up to 3,000 employees. And now that it's over, 56 of those have chosen to extend it. 18 have made it permanent. On our shores, Unilever New Zealand has been holding its own experiment for the last 18 months. So we've heard a bit, a bit about this, but what this trial was pretty significant internationally. Uh, Cameron Heath is the Unilever New Zealand Managing Director. Kia ora, Cameron. So this trial hit the international headlines. What do you make of the results? Yeah, it's been fascinating to see uh, a much bigger uh, and wider group of organisations take part in a four-day work week trial. Um, for us in New Zealand, we've been working this way for around 24 months now, and, uh, and our trial's been built on the logic of 180-100, which is uh, we ask staff to keep 100% of their salary and work 80% of the time, provided that they deliver 100% of the business output and productivity. Uh, so it's really great to see that similar results have been achieved uh, from other companies across the UK. Okay, yeah, 180, 100, that's interesting. So um, 24 months on, four-day work week, how's it going? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a, great, uh, a great journey to be on. We've... Um, the latest data and, uh, and numbers that we've got back from, from the business has been we've seen significant productivity gains. Uh, we've seen around 85% of our staff remaining highly engaged in their work, and we've seen absenteeism falling by 34%. Uh, 
Uh, we've also seen things like work-life conflict, the way in which people's work interrupts their personal lives, reducing by 66%. Uh, and we've seen people reduce meeting time meetings by about three and a half hours per week. Oh, so, that's uh, got to so be good. Board, great results. Alexia, you're smiling at that thought. Anything to reduce meeting times? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was in charge of the detail, the first thing I said is we don't have meetings. And if we do this, we're standing at our desk and there'll be little 10 minutes things come prepared. Um, you know, four-day week, fantastic. Not much good, though, when you've got five five items to put out, like five podcasts a week to put out. You know, it would suit some work, I can see, but it depends what you do. It, depends, it depends what you do, Karen. Clearly, it won't work for all professions or trades. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's really kind of uh, up to the individual organisation to understand what does their business look like, what's the needs of their stakeholders, how do they bring business in, uh, and kind of take a, an adaptive approach based on their business model. But for us, it's been a really successful way of working. Is the implication here that everyone's wasting 20% of their time at least? Is that what you've come to kind of uh, maybe believe after 24 months of this working? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I think that uh, what we've found is that there's definitely a lot of non-value-added work during the workday, and that can come in kind of really <laughs> obvious ways, and there can kind of be some uh, some less obvious things as well. But, you know, really simple tricks like reducing 60-minute meetings down to 45 minutes and bringing 15 minutes back in each of those meetings or 30-minute meetings down to 20 minutes. Um, you know, being a little bit more um, focused and prioritising the type of work that you do and, and feeling comfortable in saying no to some things. You know, there's some kind of really simple tips and tricks which you can use to really find that kind of time that's really not effective throughout the day. Yeah, I absolutely love this. Like, you know, it's a funny non-value-added is a funny way to say taking the mickey. But, you know, anything that redraws the way just things are because they just are, like, what does this allow people to do? Like, what are people doing with their – does everyone have the same day off? Uh, are people, yeah. you know, going away? Are they are they taking up hobbies? Yes, what what is, stories is, have you got? Is, is it all a three-day weekend? And, by the way, this is their full salary, right? It is, yeah. They're getting their full salary. And uh, yeah, we found really that flexibility is at the heart of the four-day work week for us. And we give people full flexibility to agree with their line manager and with their teams what day of the week. Or even some people take part days on multiple days um, to really fit into, I don't know, uh, parents dropping kids up and picking uh, kids up from school, uh, to share parental responsibilities, to play golf on a half a day on a Friday if that's what they feel like doing. So you're really giving uh, people the flexibility of how to use that time has been key. And we've seen people use it for, as I said, family, kind of sharing family responsibilities. We've seen people giving back to local communities through volunteer work. Uh, we've seen people go and do further education and build their professional credentials. So it's been really nice to see what people do with that gift of the fifth, that fifth kind of day or period of time that we give back. I wonder if in 50 years' time we'll be saying, you know, we should be trying the three-day work week because this four-day work week is getting in the way of our life. <laughs> I love it. Like, when did we ever agree to spend most of our time at work? Well, yeah, it's just a construct, isn't it? But I, I guess um, are we – so that it was pretty significant, 61 companies in the UK, and now it's over 56 of those have chosen to extend it. Do you think that we are – on the cusp in the next five to six years on some type of work organisational culture shift? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that COVID's just shown us that people's relationship with work and how they prioritise and manage their personal and work lives has shifted so significantly. Uh, and whether the four-day work week is the answer for, for, for us globally or whether it's kind of different iterations for, for different organisations in different industries, uh, I think we always need to stay on the forefront of how do we keep staff engaged uh, how do we keep it a really nice balance between people's personal lives and their and their professional lives? Um, and how do we leverage that to drive both productivity in the individual, but also for business as well? Yeah, here's one. A four-day week. My wife's company has been doing this for the last three years, Monday to Thursday, 10-hour days. They're a small engineering company, and it works well with less absenteeism, and more output and all-round happier staff. It's an interesting topic, isn't it? Cameron, kia ora. Thank you very much for your time today. Sure, thank that you. is Unilever NZ Managing Director Cameron Heath. Meanwhile, um, yeah, run off our feet here with some wonderful guitar solo nominees. Uh, the dude on Carpenter's Goodbye to Love is my pick. Uh, Shine on, you crazy diamond, says one. And a lot of transistor lovers. Uh, we have one on in the bathroom and one in the dining room. That's a bit OTT, isn't it? Are they, I mean, they dueling? You, you can't get too much, can't you? Uh, we use them every morning and your show, Wallace and Jim's show on Sundays. <laughs> Thank you. And Jim, um, we buy batteries in bulk. Our adult children listen to and gave their favourite shows. Can't live without our transistors. Grant says, light to moderate rain and road kawara. Uh, I've got a tranny in the kitchen. Uh, all right. On that note, I've been thinking. Alexia Russell. Uh, well, I've been thinking about kittens. Uh, and it's been a deliberate uh, effort to think about kittens. Yeah. We do have new kittens, so it's quite easy to do that. But the reason that I say this is because I've been thinking really about picking up the joy in life after not just a series of, you know, three or four years of thing after one thing after the other after the other. I mean, you know, it's the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine tomorrow. And, um, you know, as, as we clean up our own places, we know people in Hawke's Bay are suffering so much. And you kind of... If you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and watching what's going on, which which we ought to all know what's going on, it, it can get on top of you, you know. This um, is important. This yeah. is really important, I've been thinking. Yeah, just mm. um, yesterday I went for my usual walk in, in, along Shepherd's Park and Beach Haven. The, the bushwalk there, the landscape has completely changed. So many trees in the water. Today, my husband and I went um, hunting for orcas because we heard there were a couple of orcas <laughs> up the upper harbour. And um, but I had my binoculars and just spun them around from Northcote to Birkenhead. And the number, the amount of dirt that's come down, the slips, the houses teetering on the edge. Really, you know, you can't get away from it. Even in Auckland, you cannot get away from what has happened. But I think your brain needs to get away and that's why I've been watching our kittens and Love it. playing, you know, dangling shoelaces in front of them and just, just taking the joy where we can. Um, I think it's fantastic, Alexia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even this clean-up, you know, we haven't had a lot of work for a while. It's been a worry. Now um, now we will be because everyone wants their houses rebuilt, which my husband's in the business of. Um, but, you know, you feel guilty about it because mm. because you're profiting off people's misery and but, you know, like you were saying to me, you've got to sort of think, okay, well, we're doing, you know, good things for people. We're you rebuilding are. and repairing. But there is no, there is nothing mm. more um, wondrous a sight than seeing that builder come down the driveway for many. That's a good way to think of it. <laughs> but it can be, you can get into such a mentality where there is so much 
input into your brain, miserable input, the colour of mud, um, yeah. that you stop, that everything has a, a bad slant on it, that you stop taking the joy out of life. And so, you know, I've just booked, you. booked the Be- Beethoven, going to the concerts. Just Thanks for raising. It. We're going to talk, be talking about that tomorrow. What else are you going to do to take your mind uh, off uh, this uh, intense um, weather event that many of us have experiencing? Kia ora, Alex. Yeah. All right, Simon Pound, IBT, what is it? You're just picking up from something mentioned a couple of weeks ago on here when I was on the first day back that our kids were going to school after a long holidays. It obviously didn't do a very good job of oh, putting you can't put it down. I, I mean, you think can't. You're, you're, a, you're a ruminator. People, you're a ruminator. A lot of people took it very personally when I asked the question, would we today design the school holiday system we have considering most people are working, two working parent households who have kids now, as opposed to a system that was designed when maybe there was a stay-at-home parent. And people said to you that you are using your school as a char- as a drop-off yeah, centre. Yeah, people took it very, very... Like, there was a really interesting amount of feedback, like heaps of feedback through here. People get, like, a friend got in touch I haven't heard in years saying, stay away from my holidays, you know, which is very funny. <laughs> and, and also a lot of working parents saying, yeah, like, actually, we're finding it really, really hard. And I think, you know, it probably got lost in there that kind of the question was like, you know, what do we do to address this? And it isn't giving teachers more hours. It's more, are there things in other systems where, you know, some school jurisdictions have things where there's after school things that are provided by the school and that's part of the expectation or or holiday programs. And, you know, is there a conversation about this and have people got solutions was the question, not we're coming for your holidays, teachers, which is quite a funny response. All right, so Simon Pound's back on um, uh, um, uh, ramping up against Destroying the teachers. Destroying your holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Again, We're coming for a, them. Anti, We're coming for those holidays. Anti-teacher again. Uh, your response to that, 2101. You're on the panel with uh, um, Simon Pound here uh, in the Holiday Brigade. And Alexi Russell, do join me. We talk about the weather uh, and the weather update just after four, specifically and especially for Hawke's Bay.